Era, era, two heels in a face. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Those kids were fast as lightning. In fact, it was a little bit frightening. But they fought with Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels in a Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, I dug out my mic from the the depths of hell, aka my closet. You dusted that some bitch sideways. <laughs> turned it, turned it sideways, and uh, I didn't stick it straight up my candy ass. I actually just placed it on my recording station, which is just like a little. It's like a little breakfast in bed, and yeah, and that's what I'm recording on. Are you are you happy that you finally convinced me to make the long trek? about 15 steps from my couch to the closet <laughs> to, to find this thing. Listen, man, recording is essential. I actually went out today. Uh, this morning, I went to the office to get my uh, the rest of my recording equipment because I don't know when, I'm, when else I'm going to go back. And I'm like, just in the event that I need it or whatever. And I also had another uh, another USB mic over there, which is the one that we sometimes use in case of emergencies. So I brought that back here. And, you know, you just have to have the essentials with you. Did you wash your hands when you got back? I washed my hands when I got to the office and when I left in the car, I carry uh, hand sanitizer. So, so that's another nice. thing that I found out about myself that way before all of this, like I would tend to buy a lot of hand sanitizer. So I, I've been like randomly as I'm cleaning the house, sometimes I, I find little bottles, like the, the small, very portable bottles of hand sanitizer. So I'm pretty stocked up with that. It's like you knew this was coming maybe or i was just really dirty so i kept you know putting that shit on my hands <laughs> um yeah i i would like to see after all this is over what are what are purells and uh the hand sanitizer and the and and the, so- the people who make soap how how they did because i feel like that's all that's really what i'm just running through in my house is food and soap and just like burning through all that <laughs> sounds about right very accurate yeah. um i think i'm making more trips to the liquor store yeah, I not to cut you off. I had a, I saw a Daily Beast article, which I don't really know that it seems like a worthy publication. But um, every type of alcohol was up like at least thirty percent year over year. I think beer was around thirty two, but wine was like sixty six percent. So comparing March twenty twenty to March twenty nineteen, sixty six percent increase in in wine sales. Bro, I'm telling you, that's what's keeping people sane, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and honestly, like. One of the things that I've been doing like late night, like I, you know, as it is, I have a hard time going to bed early and there's days that I do have that option, but I still choose not to. I don't know why I've been like, I've been randomly talking to, to people, not, not, you know, not random people, but you know, Facebook friends that, you know, we'll chat here and there, but now we're like, Hey, let's have a beer together (laughs) and we'll, we'll open up a beer and, you know, at 11 o'clock, you know, just catch up for about an hour. So I've been catching up with, with a lot of people just over some beers and, and whiskey for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I agree. Um, it, it, you know, people have their own <clears throat> methods of therapy for sure. And uh, as long as you don't overindulge, which it doesn't sound like you are, you're, uh, I still, you know, wake up sharp at, you know, seven thirty, eight o'clock yeah. the latest. And I still gotta, you know, take care of it. So <laughs> I can't get too hammered. Right. But you're doing what you can to get by, and I think that's what we're all doing. And we've been watching some wrestling since there's no live wrestling. You know, we decided to tune into something different this time around. 
Yeah, we watched some wrestling. <clears throat> we contacted it's something we've always been wanting to do just because we know that some of our favorites from Chicago, including Kylie Ray, always get down to sabotage wrestling in uh, the Texas area. And, you know, we were wanting to check out their stuff. Um, you know, we contacted the people over there. They gave us a promo code that fans can use. We actually, to- uh, I, I don't know if we, I think we had conversations with them prior to, but I think once I got to meet a few of them at okay. freelance, uh, freelance wrestling. I don't know if you were at that show. But what, what do you think? They Probably not, but <laughs> I was on a streak. That was probably before the streak. Yeah, it had to be before the streak. But, you know, here and there, you will still, you know, go, uh, even though the joke is that you don't. But you would you would still go to shows. And okay. and I got to meet them, but I can't remember if you were there or not. So there, there's some cool cool people there. Yeah. And they run they run some good stuff. And we were able to get hooked up for our listeners. We were able to get hooked up with a, a promo code for our listeners to use to watch their stuff. We ended up checking out their latest show that happened in January. Uh, kind of before all those madness happened or before we knew how serious the coronavirus was. And it was called War of the Genders 4. Uh, it's completely intergender uh, wrestling. Every match was intergender. And there was Kylie Ray and GPA were also featured on that card uh, in the main event, actually. And we ended up watching that show. And uh, yeah, I think we want to talk about a little bit of the highlights, like some of the stuff we like, some of the stuff that stuck out to us. And encourage all of our listeners to use the promo code to watch it at a very, very fair price. Um, right, and because, talk about all you know, stuff. We talk about how wrestling is a buffet and definitely, you know, we love IWTV. We, you know, I, I've been watching some, some YouTube stuff. Uh, Rob Milanowski just pushed out, I believe last week, all the lights with DJC. Oh, cool. Uh, it's, a, it's a super cool film. I mean, his skills, just the way he edits and produces everything. They're awesome. So, you know, there's no more hashtag raw videos during lunch. You could just watch it at any time because you're home and you should stay home if you don't need to be out <laughs> there. Um, but, you know, this time we went to sabotagewrestling.pivotshare.com. Yeah, that's the URL, right? There's nothing that, else yep. in that URL. Uh, slash home, but you could leave the home out. You'll still end up home. Yep. And we're going to have that link in the in at the article in the description, et cetera, sabotagewrestling.pivotshare.com. Uh, and we checked out War of the Genders 4 by Sabotage Wrestling. Yep. And just uh, you did mention the promo code, and the promo code is yeah. 2HAF, AAF, two heels in a face, um, for 50% off for six months. You know, and then you jump into regular pricing to access the full library. So. And I think you had mentioned that there's a uh, bar wrestling in there. You noticed in there as well, right? Yeah, there's. You're not only going to sabotage stuff, but you're. Yeah, there's a bunch of bar wrestling shows. Um, which, as you know, our friend Ryan the Cactus King has told us, like how much he loves it, and and how much. Uh, I mean, I definitely want to check out some of the bar wrestling stuff as well. So you get all that. There's a fat. There's fast wrestling from Florida, which I know Effie wrestles at a lot. Um. And you, I mean, you just got a bunch of weird and kooky characters. It looks like the ugly ducklings are on that show, um, mm-hmm. which we've seen before. I think uh, Callahan has done some fast wrestling. Sammy Callahan, uh, Sue Young. I don't know if, if they go that way back in, in the in that library, but I know at least that's when I started hearing about about fast. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's kind of cool. You know, you don't just get. 
you don't get sabotage is great. You don't just get them though. You get a bunch of other, so you can check out multiple promotions at once. Um, for the, yeah, the, as you said, the promo code is two H A A F stands for two heels and a face 50% off for six months. So we're not saying that this thing is going to go six months. We don't know how long the pandemic is going to be, but we definitely know that people got time in their hands and want to check out wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, the normal price, I think, for a monthly subscription is like seven fifty. So you're fifty percent of that is like three seventy five. So you're getting all this stuff basically for four dollars a month, um, which is completely a hundred percent fair price and uh, and completely worth all the content that you can get. All right. So where the genders four took place in Southern Junction in Irving, Texas, January fifth, twenty twenty. Do you want to talk highlights? Uh, do we want to spoil any results? Do we want to let people go and check out the show and just pick out a few things? Yeah, I guess what we can talk highlights. Uh, sure, we can leave the results uh, unspoiled. I think that's a good idea. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, uh, as the show was starting, what are some of the things that kind of stuck out to you? Um, so this was a, a sabotage wrestling show in conjunction with Lucha Brutal. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, which I thought it was interesting. Um, and, you know, the, the ones who opened up the show were the Sabotage GM, Roxy Castillo, and the executive director of Lucha Brutal, Brad Allred. Uh, you know, so that was, that was pretty cool that they both came out there, introduced the show. Um, there was this interruption right at the beginning, and I said we're not going to go, you know, in order. But I did want to point out Nastico. Uh, he's apparently some heel manager. I mean, and I don't know, you know, as well, mm-hmm. but I, I, you know, I, I'm going to, you know, our rule is two positives followed by a negative or a constructive criticism, but I just cannot not talk about Natistico's mask feels very generic, <laughs> you know, and I don't know if he's a white dude or not, but sounds like an all American, <laughs> <laughs> like an all American wrestler with a luchador mask, but you know, no shame on his game. He gets some heat. Um, and he does have a faction, so he is managing. He he does heelish things throughout the show, and it's not the first time. We, you know, you only you you don't only see him at the top, but the weird part to me was uh, his interruption, kicking off the show, and it was like, okay, well he interrupted, but now let's jump into a completely different match. I thought some of his guys were going to get involved in the in the opener match. Yeah, they waited to get it. They were on the card a little bit later. Yeah, um, I think it was kind of just kind of setting up like this guy, like get used to this guy because yeah. he made like he made like three different appearances, maybe four even because he was at the commentary booth once for one match, and then uh, I know both of his uh, both of his wrestlers in his um, faction and his faction uh, both wrestled Dave Sagan and Jordan Lennox uh, both had matches throughout this card so. I I uh, I I think the the generic mask kind of fit because he sees a little bit more of like com- comedic relief and not necessarily like <laughs> look at this intimidating presence guy. True. So, yeah, uh, I get what you're saying, but mm-hmm. I, I think that kind of plays into the whole like you know he he's kind of a a, a like a phony tough guy when really he he just makes jokes and tries to cheat to help his guys and, and things like that. I, he was one of the more outlandish characters on the show. So uh, seeing you know, he, him he definitely made, me, made me think about uh, 
James Russo at Gali. So, James, if you're listening <laughs> to this, feel free to wear a mask. Very generic mask. It'll get you more heat. <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 some people are probably not surprised with this, but I'm not, I haven't really seen any of James' work at Gali. So, um, Gali's shows are tough on, on Sundays, man. But at this point, I, I'm I'm craving all types of live wrestling. So I would be down on a Sunday to go to <laughs> go to Gali. I'm pretty sure. I don't know the exact date, but I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it's this Saturday, but they're doing a Twitch, you like live Twitch, live YouTube show. Gally. I think every Thursday they've been every uh, Thursday. Least, okay. Every Thursday they. I, I'm not exactly 100 sure, but I believe every Thursday, at least once a week, I know that they're pushing stuff out to their YouTube channel. Um. And and I know every Tuesday they do their um, live stream with Carlos Gali and um, and Atomico Senior where they go live and they talk to fans or whatnot. So you know, also go go support Gali Lucha. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I mean, the the this is a show. Uh, today's Thursday, right? And I don't know the days are running together in my head. But uh, so this if this show goes on, obviously no no uh fans i would assume at least that yeah is, at least that is a a wrestling date for some they're wrestling so yeah yeah that's a, that's a positive um cool and this card we got to see will all day again yeah where was he from um i i know i saw him at freelance wrestling okay. and i saw him at freelance underground yeah that guy has an explosive ass drop kick yeah, um, that I, he, him, and Jenna uh, Lin, who's who was kung fu fighting, they were the spark. I think that really got this show started in that in that scramble. Yeah, this was uh, a six way: Will Alday, Alley Cat, Dave Sagan, Jenna Lin, uh, Jay Sirius, and Veda Scott. Yeah, it was a it was a good scramble. Will Alday's explosiveness, and then Jenna Lin. Uh, I just kind of like how I just kind of like how she had her own style, which is like a kung fu throwing kick style, and was kind of the underdog. It, it the whole has match. that ass. It has that baby face feel, like very a la Kylie Ray. Yeah, except um, she's like trained by Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> exactly, mm-hmm. and and funny enough about that, with all day spot, uh, I don't know if you're talking about that that drop kick he he made, but um. Usually when I'm watching wrestling and I got to go do something, I'll go do it and I'll leave it playing. This time I actually paused it because this was a pretty good match. So I, I paused it and I paused it right at the moment where he's doing that drop kick. Oh. And then I come back. I was like, oh, that's a pretty cool shot. I was going to screenshot it and send it to you to see if you were at that part. But then uh, looking at your notes, you pointed that out. So I'm like, yeah, that's dope. It was very dope. And they were they were the two. They were the two that impressed me, I think, the most in this. And, um, yeah, the, the the scramble, even if you're jumping around to different shows and different matches, I would say that the scramble is definitely worth your time to stop there and, you know, watch that one all the way. Uh, fully fully immerse yourself in the scrambleness, if you will. Right. And another familiar face was High End. High End is now, I believe, relocated to Chicago. Um and you know she she's she started working in this here, but we see her here uh, facing off ASF. What what's his uh, ASF stand for? And Antonio San Francisco. Antonio San Francisco. 
Yeah, this is where we had uh, Nastico back again on commentary. Yep, and he brought a he brought some some comic relief to the booth. Um, yeah. And both this was the highest work rate match I think on the card thus far. Uh, maybe in, in general, I think one of the quickest paced matches that we have, and I think Kion really solidifies like why. To me, I haven't seen a ton of her work, and to me. When I was watching it, I was like, okay, I get it. I get why she moved to Chicago. I get why she's doing so well at AEW. I get why she's like a, a main contributor there. And she had two belts on in this coming to the ring. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, she, it makes sense why she is a workhorse and an all-star. So it just kind of confirmed. I kind of saw it all forming as she moved here just from like social media and things like that. And I just never had really like sat down and dug into one of her matches, but I think this is mm-hmm. a really good one to showcase what she can do. For sure. Um, you touched on, on the main event. I don't know if there's another uh, uh, match that you want to focus on, but in the main event, we had Kylie, uh, Alex uh, Gracia, Fuego del Sol and GPA. When you know already, like for us Chicago fans, once you have Kylie and GPA in the ring, it's an automatic draw. Yeah, um, I will definitely get into this. I want to give a shout out to the Heather Monroe match really quick before we get over that. Um, That's right. The Heather Monroe match, I thought, had the best storytelling in in ring storytelling uh, besides the main event. Um And I thought Heather Monroe looked completely comfortable in the ring and like really knew what the sequ- like what she was going to do next, what the next play was. She transitioned from like move to crowd to yelling at the ref, like extremely well. So she looked extremely comfortable out there. Um, and she's, a, she's featured in bar wrestling, which is just like, Hey, if you, if you watch this match and you like Heather Monroe, look at all these bar wrestling in the same package uh, for what's the code for, 50% off for six months. Promo code is 2HAAF. That's two A's. Uh, it's a number two, an H, two A's, and an F. Two A's and an F. Yeah, so GPA and Kylie Ray in the main event. I was very hyped for this one. Um, they skipped G- They skipped GPA's edge. Did you see that? I saw GPA's that. <laughs> I don't know if it was on purpose. Like, Because part of it is like, yeah, it made me made it seem like it was on purpose but when they came back they're like yeah we had some technical difficulties i'm like wait so is that for reals or not because uh, i know this show was being streamed on twitch as well when it was live yeah um i don't know how they skipped that i don't know how they did it live but uh but at least i'm watching the playback they they threw up a technical difficulty screen that was basically like a Simpsons character with GPA's face on it, like doing mm-hmm. something weird. And then they cut back to the ring and he was already in the ring and his entrance was, was over. So like the true jobber he is, he didn't get an entrance. <laughs> yeah. And definitely uh, Texas is definitely behind hashtag beat up GPA. Absolutely. There was, I mean, there was one point in this match and and they did a lot of awesome in-ring storytelling. Uh there's one point in this match where where GPA and Kylie Ray actually teamed up for a second. Yeah. Only uh the return of awkward team Hunger Force working together only for GPA to obviously turn on her. And then everyone kind of realized that GPA is the scoundrel in this match. 
he's the one. If we eliminate him, we can free up a lot of the stuff that we want to do in this match. And they were getting in chops. And then even the kids, one yeah. of the, I think there was a kid named Felix or something was running in there with open hand chops. Look, and- I got to say it, man. That chop was 10 times better than Kika's chop. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> you heard it. It really was. <laughs> I can't I can't even argue that. It was it was it was a uh, an actual chop whereas Kike's, you know, was a uh, wet fish. Exactly. Um but yeah, man, like I think so th- so I've in talking about Kike, he's the one that in our uh end of the year episode, uh he brought up uh Alex Gracia as one of the talents he would want to see in the in the Midwest, or at least you know in, in home promotions here in Chicago, and and I had her, I started hearing her name more often after that. I hadn't checked out her work really until until this match, and you know she she caught my attention, and I know she's also I believe if Cello st- is still able to run, which at this point I doubt that they would be able to. It's on April twentieth, I believe, the Cello Pro Show mm-hmm. here in Chicago. I believe Alex Gracia is is the number one contender for for the Cell title. Yeah, that is, I don't know if that I don't think that show's happening. I don't want to. Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, it's it's past. It's on April twenty eighth, and it's past the stay at home here and in, uh, in Illinois, but uh, stay at home order. But um, it's kind of unfortunate because well, yeah, didn't I mean, it just get extended to the thirtieth? Yeah, sorry, sorry. It's before the stay-at-home order. I apologize. Mm-hmm. It's n- it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's in the stay-at-home order limit, which is the thirtieth. So yeah, it doesn't seem like it could happen, but hey, we'll 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 find out from them. We'll get the official announcement if it's happening or not. But I know Alex Rossi was scheduled to be in Chicago for that show. Yeah, and she was scheduled to be on the Journey Pro show, and she had she did mm-hmm. couldn't make that one as well. So. A little bit of a string of bad luck here. Um, and speaking of Zello Pro, it looks like Hazel, who is doing yes. is up and doing well and is kind of what a she, journey. That's awesome. Um, if you follow Matt Bacon on Instagram, you can get all the updates about his daughter recovering. Um, and uh, yeah, what a fighter Hazel is, and how it's so it's so cool to to see uh, everything just working out for them. Yeah, and and not to get you know completely off track but but yesterday uh carla had a, a doctor's appointment uh i i don't know if it's public but i mean a lot of people that that we know know that i i am expecting a second baby so yes. uh, um you know yesterday you know carla had a doctor's appointment you know and i try to make it every appointment with her um but i was a bit scared you know going into the into the hospital like inside the hospital there's the doctor's clinic so you know, we had to go in and we, we got, you know, some face masks. We went in there, but then they're like only patients. So I had to wait in the car. Okay. And, and as I was there, I just happened to come across a, a post where like, you know, like people are actually like at this time, there's people giving birth and they have to do that process by themselves with yeah. no family support. Like parents, you know, don't get to meet their, their child right away. And, and it's a scary thing to think about, you know, like. Absolutely. That's why, like, more than ever, I'm like, yeah, for sure. Keep your ass at home if you don't need to go anywhere. Like, you don't need to be spreading unnecessary germs so we can get over this shit real quick. Yeah, 100%. Um, it's a really good point you bring up. I'm glad that everything at least went okay with the appointment. Congrats yeah, yeah, for again. Sure. 
And I guess I could officially announce, and I don't know if I even told you this before, but we found that a, a few weeks ago. Uh, it's I'm having another girl. Okay. So, you know, I'm surrounded by women. How do you feel about that? <laughs> um, I honestly was, I've, I've never been tied to the idea of like needing to have a boy and a girl or, or needing to have a boy. You know, obviously family is like, oh, it would be nice if you have a boy and a girl. But I'm like, yep, it's a girl. I'm perfectly fine with it. Um, I am not sure if I'm brave enough to take on a third child. So for now, <laughs> that is yeah. it. Um, and, you know, hopefully everything goes well for the remaining of the pregnancy. But, yeah, we're, we're due uh, July 1st. So that's close to whatever's been predicted when things can sort of go back to normal. And I really hope that's the case. All right. I'm going to write that down July 1st because I'm just bad with dates if I don't write it down. Um. Yeah, congrats again. Uh that's awesome. I I yeah, I mean I think I mean I'm happy for you either way. I kind of was secretly rooting for a boy. <laughs> I always am, I think with my friends mm-hmm. and uh I mean I don't even have the I don't even have the balls if you will to take on a kid yet. So I mean you taking on two is probably a lot, but it's a good it's a good blessing. For sure. Yeah. Um, but back to wrestling, <laughs> I don't know how to transition out of that one. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll transition all over again right now, but it just went right now that I did that, you know, shitty transition yesterday. I had a, a speaking engagement and it was, it was virtual. Right. So I did the, the old put on your dress collar shirt and, you know, total no joggers underneath. <laughs> I had joggers on, mm. um, and somebody, you know, they see like it, it was it was formal, but not too formal where I didn't have to hide my background with all the wrestling stuff. It actually was a conversation starter, you know, them seeing all my cool. masks or whatnot. When people were asking me questions, they would dig up like there, it was one question at, at some point, you know, it, it was like, you know, you know, when Mankind and The Undertaker were wrestling in the Hell in a Cell, you know, and Mankind overcame all of those concussions, hmm. you know, that was that was a big challenge in that match in his life, and I'm sure it affected him long term. What are hmm. current? What are some uh, things that you know that you have overcome through your life? I'm like, whoa! Only because you gave me that whole gift to get question, like, <laughs> I'm like, I completely popped. I'm like, that's awesome. He's like, well, you know, because like, I'm talking to like uh, interns yeah. from the from the nonprofit that I'm associated with, and how they were just like using wrestling uh, to to throw out a question at me. I thought that was that was pretty awesome. So I was like, yeah, I, I don't know how you guys did that transition, but I did not see it coming. <laughs> wow, that was a really good question. Yeah, I don't know if if, if he necessarily <laughs> has gotten over the concussions. Like he's right. Like, I'll probably be with him the rest of his life, but uh, at least he's a functioning human. But yeah, no, that is very topical. That was very cool that they asked it that way. So yeah, back to wrestling. <laughs> back to wrestling. Now. So we had uh, our first we had our first round mm-hmm. of the buffet bracket. Yes, buffet bracket. Uh, if you have not heard the episode with Hank, make sure to check out that episode where we kind of break down the entire uh, bracket. At least you know, predict who our winners are, and we talk you know about previous brackets. But just to remind you guys, this bracket for 2020 is best wrestling gear, and it's sponsored by the best wrestling gear makers in town, Foresight Athletes. Yeah, and. The there's a lot of controversy in the first round. Um, 
So if you if you want to check out the bracket, you could check it out at twoheelsinterface.com or yeah. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Two Heels in the Face. Yep. The controversy was well. Uh, our friend Nate Speckman is a little pissed off that Jushin Thunder Liger got eliminated. <laughs> ref. Senior ref, senior official. Nate. Yeah, Nate Speckman. He he's. I think he's boycotting the bracket. Um, <laughs> doesn't even want to be involved anymore. We'll still continue to tag him because we love him. But Macho Man ended up beating Jushin Thunder Liger. Um, Potentially, Liger might have been seated a little too low, but um, you know that's the way the bracket shook out. Yeah, um, the one that made it out of that Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels was Shawn Michaels. I mean, yep. and you know, total disappointment. Adrian Street did not move on to the second round. No, he the, he must have hit a roadblock on that street. Right. Yep. So Sting moved on. Um, Velveteen Dream, as predicted, he was he was a fan favorite for sure. Moved on against uh, Rhea Ripley, Mustafa Ali and Joaquin Wild, which there was this was the the battle of the lights. Uh, Mustafa Ali came out on top. Rollins, Bianca Belair, Bianca came out on top, and Johnny Gargano versus Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss moved on. Yeah, I mean Alexa Bliss has some cool looks, like. Uh, a couple of years ago, I think she had like kind of the Harley Quinn look. She's got some, she got some cool stuff here and there. I did not vote for her because I just like the Marvel stuff of Gargano, but mm-hmm. this was actually really close. And looking at the results, Alexa Bliss just edged Johnny, but yeah, she ended up making it through. There's a lot of Bliss fans out there. And the other side of the bracket, again, as predicted, Penta moves on defeating Wag- Dr. Wagner Jr., and Ray Phoenix, I, I honestly, even though I voted for Ray Phoenix, I thought Ultimo Dragon was gonna was gonna move on in this in this matchup. But you know, now it's uh, the Lucha Bros are facing each other like back in the day all over the U.S. Let me tell you that the looking at the results that Penta absolutely annihilated Doctor Wagner Jr. It was like not even close. Um, it was a complete blowout. On culture swines. <laughs> if this was a if that was a soccer game, the final result would have been eight to zero. Jesus Christ. It was a destruction of Dr. Wagner Jr. He got no love, unfortunately, in his gear. Um, <laughs> La, La, Parca, La Parca defeated Bandito. I thought yeah. Bandito had more of a shot because he swap switches out the colors in his gear all the time. And it was a you very know, innovative mask. I remember watching WCW. Sometimes La Parca had like a yellow skeleton. He, yeah. he, I think he's had like an orange one before. So it's mostly just the white getup, but he's got a couple different colors. And he that. has a pretty cool uh, leather jacket nowadays that he wears when he walks out, you know, as, as part of his intro gear, which is pretty cool too. Okay. The uh, other, the yeah. other uh, absolute blowout, which I think might have even been more one-sided was Mysterio versus Mel Mascaris. So, I know you inputted these guys kind of late, but I just, the people yeah. just must not know. We, maybe we should have posted more photos of Mill and Wagner Jr., but they got, they got look, if they know, they violated. know. But yeah, Mysterio <laughs> has a, a larger following, I'm sure. And a whole lot. Like when it comes down to gear difference and how, how many different styles of gear they both have, it's, it's, it's a bracket of itself. So, yeah. and I'm, I'm fine. Mysterio took it away just because he's more popular i guess but he also has cool gear he has cool gear on the on the indie side 
Robert Eagle Anthony versus Jesus Bryce. I know they were beefing back and forth on Twitter. Yeah, but, this uh, one had a, had a had some chatter back and forth on Twitter. It was pretty close. Jesus Bryce ended up pulling away. Um, I think just I think the following stuff that he's do that he did before and is doing now just kind of put him over. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, I mean the 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 pants of you know Frank's face and Kylie's face, I guess, just wasn't enough. But um, I think it was Jesus Bryce's overall body of work and gear. Yeah, for sure. Um, Kylie Ray versus Warhorse. I'm sure I, I, I haven't looked at the results. I just went by why you reported, and I'm assuming that Kylie Ray won by a landslide. I think it was. It wasn't as sizable as the other as the other blowouts. I oh, mentioned. really? But yeah, okay. it was. Uh, it was probably like more like 70, 30, 60, 40 range. Whereas like Penta and Rey Mysterio won by like 90, 95 percent of the votes. Yeah, it's so. okay. She definitely, it was, she's definitely a clear winner. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, besties in the world moved on. They were up against violent gentlemen. If you don't know who they are, I refer to them as the Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we knew that they were in a slight disadvantage cause they are just at their, at their start of their run. So a lot of people might not know them, but that doesn't discredit that their gear is matching and it pops and it stands out. Absolutely. I mean, you got to include the Letterman jackets in there. Right. People right, were with the requesting besties. for those mm-hmm. to be made. Yeah. So. Uh, Monix versus Effie. Uh, do you remember what those results looked like? I, Monix moved up. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't think it was anything extreme, but it was definitely a deciding, decisive mm-hmm. win by Monix. So um, I think all my picks are still in there right now. We need some more Sting support people. If you <laughs> really consider Sting over Shawn Michaels. That's going to be tough, bro. It's going to be tough. There's a lot of Shawn Michaels stands out there. I understand the hearts and the broken heart pants. Like those are the red ones are really cool. The ones he wore in WrestleMania 14 versus Austin, I think are my favorite design. Um, yeah. And then there's, you got the de- so much variety. Yeah. Lots of variety. Hey, I mean, you're talking about variety. Sting, Sting reinvented himself multiple times. Um, I can't tell you how many vibrant colors, like pink, neon green, yellow, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so many different types of surface things. So do so honestly, Google image search is a great way to just look at everyone's gear. Yeah. Um, you know, Basil has awesome photos at his website, uh, for like the independence people that are, where you can zoom in really close on like Monix's gear, Kylie's gear, Bryce's gear, like, uh so the resources are out there we need some more sting love people um <laughs> d ray also brought up a good point about velveteen dream he's not really impressed with velveteen dream because velveteen dream is just just kind of rips off everyone else's gear which i thought was a kind of a fair point okay i think he, he i mean he takes the style from somebody else but it, it's t- like i think you made it made that point either last or the one before last the the episodes that were recorded but it adds to the feud. Yeah. Or it adds to a side story. So, Absolutely. so I think that's awesome, but it's going to be tough choosing between him and Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a, that's going to be a really tough one. So um, I've already made my picks, but I think Ali has a shot to upset mm-hmm. Rick Rude and macho man is another tough one. Um, 
And I think I honestly think the Luchador side is going to come down to Penta Ray 100%. And uh, yeah, Penta I don't know. Ray Mysterio, right? That's what you mean? Yeah, Ray Mysterio. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, yeah, there's another Ray there. Yeah, there's Ray Phoenix and yeah. Ray Mysterio. And uh, I think that's all pretty much decided, but uh, definitely get in your votes. And, uh, you know, we encourage you to vote once. You can vote more than once if you want. I, I, I don't, I'm, we're not going to stop you from Do it. Do what you want. Make sure you yeah. vote. You know, make your voice heard. Instead of voting for the same person twice, I would suggest you vote and then you just take that link and just send it to someone immediately via text, via Twitter, share with a friend because then they're going to want to get in and on like voting every round and it just spreads like that. Awesome. Oh, dude, Jesus Bryce versus Kylie Ray. That's going to be a tough one to make for me. Yeah, that one is a tough one. I think I took the most time trying to decide that one out of this round when mm-hmm. I voted. So it's a good call. But yeah, we'll, we'll see who moves on. Um, we're recording this on Thursday. I want to assume we'll publish. You, you guys will be able to start hearing this episode Friday. Um, but when do we close this off, Charlie? Do we close it on Sunday again? Yeah, we're going to do a Sunday close again because that's when I have some time to kind of summarize. So Hundred. If you if you hear this, it it really doesn't take long. It takes less than a minute if you kind of already know everyone's gear. Um, and hey, what are you doing? You got some free time. We know you do. Um, but I would to get in your vote Friday, Saturday as quickly as possible, just to make sure it's in there and solidified. Because Sunday at whatever time I feel like it, we're gonna tally them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I want to assume sometimes Sunday night. I mean, it's not like you're gonna be watching WrestleMania, all right? Oh yeah, that is this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, Saturday and Sundays too big of a show for one night. Yeah, I won't be watching WrestleMania, but let me know how it goes if you're watching. I, I'll probably have it in the background. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I think they're giving it away for free, like with the network or something. I, I, I'm not in the network anymore, but I don't, I don't know if I even want to go through the trouble of signing up. But you know, if I ain't doing nothing, I might just pop it in the background. Classic hashtag have it in the background. I think we start <laughs> to start using that hashtag with you. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, before before we go, well, another thing to have in the background, once again, sabotagewrestling.pivotshare.com. You can also watch a bunch of bar wrestling. Um, fast promo wrestling. Code, fast wrestling, yeah. Promo code is two, the number two, H-A-A-F. For 50% off for six months. Six months, you can get it for under $4, all that wrestling on a sc- subscription basis. And then and after those six months, it's a normal price after that, which is still under 10 so, I mean, right. they're not they're not asking for an arm and a leg by any means. All right, Charlie. Well, I think this concludes this episode. Anything else that you want to point out before we take it home? No, I just want to encourage everyone to stay indoors as much as you can. Stay safe, stay healthy. Um, do, if you have extra money, donate to the wrestlers, donate to the promotions. There's a bunch of people making like Patreon content. Like and like, you'll get the most value out of your Patreons now because right. everyone is just focused on making content for it. So if you want to support them now and then not support them in the back half of the month, do that. But just if you have extra, if you have extra coin, I would say fill your time, but with gratitude and and send it send it different ways. 
Patreon, Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, yeah. You know, uh, there, there, there are ways you can support indie wrestling, indie re- independent wrestlers and promoters. So, you know, we'll, we'll be, in the meantime, we'll be hanging on to that day where we can go back out to whether that's the Logan Square Auditorium, Bourbon Street. Shit, at this point, the Berwyn Eagles Club, I don't know, somewhere. Get some, get some live wrestling. And uh, in the meantime, just stay indoors, be safe, take precautions, and keep eating out of this virtual uh, wrestling buffet. Yeah. The goal should be to, yeah, I agree. The goal should be to help the company stay afloat because absence makes the heart grow fonder and the crowd is going to be there when we are able to go back. So I think like the first crowd at any of those venues for all those, like the first Logan square auditorium show, I guarantee it'll be a sellout because everyone's probably craving that live entertainment experience. So just help them stay afloat and do everything that Chris said. (laughs) All right. Well, Make sure you follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Two heels in a face. Get some updates on the Buffet Bracket. Make sure you submit your votes. And where can they find our episodes, Charlie? Uh, two heels in a face.com. You can find it. And, uh, and also Spotify, you SoundCloud, your Google Play, your iTunes, your Stitcher Radio, and a bunch of other weird Android apps that I don't use. All right. Make sure you hashtag beat up GPA. Yeah. Hashtag. Have it on in the background. <laughs> <laughs> that could mean many things. And so be safe searching that hashtag. <laughs> but definitely hashtag beat up GPA because Texas knows what's up. And that's right. Too. Hashtag uh, repush Paco. At some point that, that repush is going to happen. At some point. And Paco, crossed. put out some goddamn merch, please. <laughs> Everybody was coming. They fought with